Welcome to this special series of the Bundaberg Now podcast, where we shine a spotlight on the historic buildings of our region. My name's Genevieve Lyons, and I'll be your host as we uncover hidden histories, mysterious stories, and some pretty bizarre facts about our most iconic buildings and structures. Hinkler House is an icon of Bundaberg, and it took a very dedicated team to bring it from England to the Bundaberg Botanic Gardens. Famous aviator Bert Hinkler built the house in Southampton, England in 1925. He named it Mon Repos in honour of his Australian hometown of Bundaberg and the beach that fuelled his love of flight. The house was his base as he planned his most iconic flights around the world and developed innovations that opened the skies. When a group of Hinkler enthusiasts heard it was set to be demolished, they banded together to relocate it brick by brick, and it was eventually opened in Bundaberg in June 1984. Lex Rowland was instrumental in the relocation and fundraising, even travelling to England to oversee the project. He sat down with Adele Bennett from Bundaberg Now to talk about the feat. So Lex, can you tell me a bit about the history of the Hinkler House? Well, the Hinkler House Memorial Museum started on the 9th of December 1982 uh, when I wrote a submission to the Bicentennial Committee in Bundaberg for the relocation of uh, Birch Monrepo House to Bundaberg. In the 1970s and 80s, the memory of Bert Hinkler was almost forgotten. He had given so much to Bundaberg and it was terrible to see that um, his fame and his beginnings were not remembered in some way. I had um, been told of the Southampton Council's intention uh, to um, make way for a, a set of old age units uh, very close to his home. It was possible that Monrepo House may be dismantled uh, or really dozed. That didn't fit well with me. As I later found out, uh, I wasn't the only one with those thoughts. And at the time, the Bundaberg um, uh, community via a committee were... Um, seeking projects for the Bicentenary of Australia. And um, my mother had told me about this uh, intention of the council. She was a great Hinkler admirer. And I thought, well, I'll give it a go. Um, maybe we can set up a memorial museum in Bundaberg for Bert uh, and tell the Hinkler story. Um uh, from its beginnings to its final end on a very cold and bleak mountain in Italy in 1933. So what did the actual relocation of the house involve? Well, it was quite a drawn-out process initially. Um, we had to make sure that the house was available first off, how we were going to do it, what was it going to cost? Who did we have to talk to? Uh, what would it mean in um, the local community in Southampton? And where would we put the house here in Bundaberg? 
to me, well, I had even made a couple of suggestions, but uh, at the end of the day, the um, Bundaberg City Council, as it was, um, had plans for a site in North Bundaberg uh, to build a botanic garden. Well, that changed my mind completely. So the Bundaberg City Council was chosen and uh, to cut a long story short, you can do nothing without money. We had to find some money and a lot of support. The Bundaberg Botanic Gardens is very close to Bert's uh, famous uh, landing site on the 27th of February 1928 after his uh, very heroic flight from uh, England to Australia. Uh, North Bundaberg was just uh, so proud of Bert. Uh, his mother made them so. She was a great orator and loved to chat at the local shop, Thorn Shop. And uh, Bertie had come home. Uh, his dad had passed away just prior to his arrival here. And even though it was an exciting time, uh, it was a sad time too, and a sad time for the family. First of all, we had to get a little bit of finance together and we had to prove not only to um, ourselves but also, in fairness to the council and uh, to our possible supporters here in Bundaberg, um, which were many, um, and we set off for England in May 1933, uh, to dismantle Bert's house. I had two of my great friends, Stan Lace, who was well known in the community, and Merv Perkis, another person that achieved a lot in his life. The three of us set off for England uh, with a lot of enthusiasm, and uh, but we had a time limit because the house was going to be demolished uh, in January, but we managed to have that time extended till the end of June. So it gave us a little bit more time. Um, so I um, spoke with our local branches of uh, various trade unions around here and told them what we had in mind. They liked the idea and I thought, well, let's hope the boys in England like it too. So well, that was one of my first jobs over there to call in the local workers um, and discuss the project with them. And uh, I've got to say, they all said, what a good idea, we don't want it pulled down. So they were with us right from the beginning and um, then began the job of dismantling, well, we didn't actually do that willy-nilly. Uh, we looked at it as a total project. Um, it was a brick veneer home built in the English manner. It was um, structurally sound. Uh, we had never seen brickwork similar to what was on the uh, home. Um, and it was mainly pointed, all the joints were pointed, which was a real relief to us. And then the uh, bricks were put together with lime and mortar. So we thought, uh-huh, we can get these bricks out in pretty good state. 
So within a month, um, we had the house down to the ground and then started the big job of packing up. There was a fair bit went on between there too. Out there in the midst of all these wonderful people in Bundy, um, I had a few eager friends uh, in the Rotary Club of East Bundaberg. One of her was Charlie Peterson. And um, I got quite a surprise. Uh, he said to me, we'll build your house for you, Alex. And um, almost at the same time, I got a call from a great mate that I'm a Bert Bent. And uh, he said, you've done enough, Lex. It's my turn now. He said, uh, I said, oh, right, eh, Bert? So that started our association with the Rotary Club of East Bundaberg. We had a wonderful time and we had a wonderful time here in what was just an open paddock, really. Uh, we all got on marvellously well. They all wanted to do the best they could for Bert, as did the rest of Bundaberg. And uh, I don't think for the next five years uh, Henkler House left the pages of the Bundaberg News Mail at all. Uh, eventually we uh, opened the house on the 16th of June, uh, 1984. It's a long time now. And there was about four and a half to 5,000 people sitting here where we are, uh, the Premier of Queensland and the uh, Mayor of Southampton. She came out for the occasion. And Sir J.B.L. Peterson was the Premier. And we had a marvellous afternoon here with a flyover by the American Air Force and a starlifter, would you believe? And our local arrow club in the Jabberoos. It was cloudy afternoon, but the atmosphere was terrific. And that started a wonderful uh, program for the next 25 years. And how did it feel for you being so instrumental to see it here in place and even now so long after? Well, it all started in with a dream, really, of building a memorial museum for Bert. Um, when we started, I was amazed at the amount of people that came forward with memorabilia not just newspaper cuttings, not saying that they're not important, but the quality of the memorabilia that was coming in um, made us rethink our program. And it was back in 1984 that we decided that one day we'd like to build a national centre in Bert's honour. And that became the Henkler Hall of Aviation. We ran the museum here, the Henkler House, those little four rooms. Uh, we put through 485,000 visitors. Uh, we were able to do other projects associated with Bert Henkler's life. And all the time there was memorabilia floating in from all around the world. And I'm happy that that's here in Bundaberg and um, I hope that uh, the generations to come will treasure that uh, memorabilia 
Uh, this is my 40th year here. Uh, it's been a wonderful part of my life and um, I've enjoyed doing it and I owe a lot to my friends too in the town, uh, some of who are very dear to me and some who did a great amount of work for Henkler House like Bert Bent, for instance, uh, and my committee, Tom Quinn and Stan and a few others. Um, I'm extremely grateful for what they did. They did it for Bert, they did it for me, and they did it for Bundaboo, and I'm thankful. So what was it about Bert that you admired so much or that you still do admire so much? Well, in a way, um, I'm, I'm a bit younger than Bert, of course, but I grew up in that atmosphere here in a sugar town, as it was, dependent on things like the railway and, and sugar mills. And to achieve what he did, um, I thought he's pretty special. Uh, because life just wasn't easy in those days at all. Uh, not only for families, but for young people and seeking a future. Um, opportunities were not around. It was basically hard work uh, to go wherever you wanted to go or even where your ambitions were to take you. Um, that was my motivation. Give Bert a go. Thanks for listening to that fantastic account of the relocation of Hinkler House, a wonderful example of preserving local heritage. Join us again next month for another look inside Bundaberg's iconic buildings and structures.